Ahoy there, landlubbers! Whispers in the Sea is an actual play series drawing elements from stories of fantasy horror, political drama, and swashbuckling action and adventure pirate stories. As such, a list of content warnings will always be made available in the description. Ahoy there, sailors, and welcome to another episode of Tales Yet Told, an actual play podcast dedicated to telling weird and fun stories full of imagination, thoughtful characterization, and inclusivity. I am your most humble of game masters, Kendrick, or Kendo if you prefer. I use they-he pronouns, and with me today are the most scared sea dogs this side of Caledora, Gus. <laughs> that's not inaccurate but that sounds like you're doing an intro for like a halloween episode <laughs> this is our halloween episode <laughs> the most here's here's the 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 most bone chilling tales yet told episode yet yeah hi i'm gus i use he him pronouns i'm playing soon to be corpse felix cormier uh yeah. and and i just like Felix Corpse, yay. Felix um, Corpse, yay. <laughs> and yeah, we're just, it's going to be a, this is fine. fine. Yeah, I, I don't know if any, like, have any like actual plays ever like ended with like the bad ending? Have any actual plays ever just like ended with all the characters dying? The bad plays. Because it's about to. Know. Not that I know of, but we might be the first. We can be the first. Yeah. We can be the first. Let's, let's break. Let's Pioneer break some boundaries. Ground, yeah. 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 Ground. yeah. Disappointment. <laughs> Disappointment. Jeez. Uh, hmm. Now, the last thing you said, Gus, is a thing that I don't want to say about Hilda. Uh, so disappointment hasn't stopped you before. No, no. <laughs> Gus's last thing said, "Let's break some boundaries." Uh, <laughs> And I don't want to go, you know who else is breaking boundaries? Like, that's bad. That's just, that's nothing. Yeah, no, that's not, that's not great. Um, not great. I'll say something else. Okay. Um, cool. You know who else is cool? <laughs> Hilda. Thank you, Gus. That's a no problem. Perfect setup. Um, <laughs> hi, I'm Hilda. I use she, her pronouns. I will be playing soon to be corpse Avery. Um, uses he him pronouns not that it's gonna matter because he's gonna die but you know 
respect the dead. So all of our pronouns about to be was were. <laughs> Let's not die. You know who else? Let's not die. <laughs> Marceline. Let's go. Hi, I'm Marceline. I use they it pronouns. Um, I play Bryn. Um, I I would do the soon to be corpse thing. Bryn's kind of already like a corpse. True, she's ahead of us all. Maybe soon to not be a corpse, which is like oh, bad. Maybe it's bad to not be a corpse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, I got my party hat, my little my little party poppers, a little glass of champagne, and I'm ready to I'm ready to feel some pain. You know who else is ready to feel the pain? Alice. <laughs> I was I'm sorry, I was already feeling it. Um <laughs> Hi, I'm Ellis. I use they them pronouns. I will be portraying Thorin and Eldorus who use he him and she her pronouns respectively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And gang, this is Whispers in the Sea. If this is your first episode, probably don't make it that because this Shit. is the end. This is the end. If this We're... is your first episode. Don't. Don't. It's <laughs> the end of, of the, the world, world as we know it. They're going for the Benjamin button ending. The Benjamin, where you play it backwards? Damn. That's yeah. crazy. You start you, with everybody dying and then you work back from there. That'd be interesting. That's yeah. actually, that's an interesting concept for a campaign. What would one exit? Hmm. I'll think about that later. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we are still playing Rapscallion uh, by Whistler and it has been a joy playing this game. And, you know, I think we've put it off for too long, gang. It's time for the waves. No. Our camera opens up in the face of Felix Cormier as the camera pulls back, revealing the bleeding body of Captain Hano laying in your arms. A thin paper spear pierced through her chest. And you watch as that spear retracts and our camera follows it to its source, a book open, glowing with magical energies in the hands of once Captain Estefania de Alabastro, whom you last saw in the burning ship the eyes revealed back at Paraiso in Contrado, desperately trying to save her library of books that you, Felix, set aflame. She looks at you with bloodlust, anger, rage and a sick smile stretched across her face. You hear the sounds of ethereal chains not too far away, a sign that the Navy is close at hand. And she calls to you, Felix, from across the way. I finally found you. You're going to answer for what you've done. And what do you do? Um, Felix, Felix's face is expressionless. It is, it is blank. And he, how 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 far away is she? Um, from where you are, you and Captain Hano were uh, sitting at like the base of the lake here, outside of the cave where everybody else is in. Uh, she is standing, uh, just past the line, the the tree line of the forest, uh, that surrounds this place. Uh, so I'm gonna say that she's probably a good like 
40, 50 feet away from you. Okay. Felix just just turns to her, still this just expressionless, and he just says, You're going to die today. I hope you know that. Not if I kill you first. You see her whisper words beneath her breath as she starts taking off towards you. Her hand reaches towards her book and she pulls out paper that like begins like unfolding from the book and then folding in her hands like origami as it bends and twists itself into the shape of a blade, kind of like in the shape of like a short sword. And uh, she takes off after you. I'm going to use magic. Okay. Uh, Go for me. What's your... Uh, whoa, use whoa, use whoa. dark magician. Use your dark magician, baby. All right. So I have to roll first. Hey, that's a very good roll. That is a 10. Ooh, an amazing start to this. Uh, how much yeah. luck did you spend, by the way? I'm going to spend two luck. Okay. Okay. Um, On 10 plus, you can choose which one of those you want. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, okay, I'm going with this first one here. For a scene, you can shapeshift into any animal as big as you or smaller. Okay. Um, so what I'm picturing, as she takes off towards Felix, Felix takes off towards her. And as he starts running, he exhales a cloud of smoke in front of him. And outside of the other or out of the other side of the cloud of smoke comes a like some sort of some sort of like wild cat, some sort of of big uh, like a like a like a mountain lion or something. Oh, yeah. You pounce out of the other side as this kind of smoky gray mountain lion uh, claws uh, like trailing with a bit of the smoke that you have uh, exhaled and transformed you uh, and you pounce off after her. Uh, are you trying to, I guess, strike? Yes. All right. Yes, I am. Roll plus blood. Uh, I'll say uh, as uh, this mountain lion, you do, uh, do, 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 we'll say two harm. You do two harm as this mountain lion. All right. Uh, that's a nine. Ooh, okay. Uh, on a seven to nine, you stumble, trade blows, or put yourself in a bad position. Your choice. Um, I'm going to choose. I gotta choose stumble. I think that's. I think that. Uh, I think oh. that makes sense. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I'll say this. Okay, you are going to deal half harm to her. Okay. Uh, because of this. So you only deal one harm. And uh, uh, what do you think this, uh, what do you think like stumbling looks like here for you as the two of you are um, running at each other? She pulls out this paper blade and you uh, launch at her in the, uh, in this form. I think, I think what it, what it uh, kind of looks like is he is simultaneously trying to, you know, swipe at her, but also, you know, trying to avoid getting hit. So he, he kind of like, kind of leaps at a, at a weird angle and uh, uh, glances uh, off her, but like kind of, kind of lands awkwardly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She kind of, uh, she attempts to dodge you at like the last moment, but you're still able to get uh, your uh, smoky claws 
uh, in like the side uh, of her arm as she like tried to dodge uh, out of the way. And then the two of you go rolling and like trading places, essentially turning back towards each other. You see, she uh, takes the book that's in her other hand and kind of slides it underneath her robes that uh, that she's wearing so that she can uh, switch the hand that the blade is in. And she scowls at you. Your tricks will not save you. Not after what you've done to me. My ship, my crew, my books. I will see you dead. And she uh, launches at you again, uh, swinging her blade. I'm gonna, I, ooh, I want to use a dirty trick. Ooh, okay. I'm going to do, and I'm, I'm going to be fully transparent about, about, about this. Uh-huh. Um, a couple nights ago, my roommate and I got stoned and watched The Lion King, and Scar does this in The Lion King, so I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going right. <laughs> to, I'm going to, like, use my front paw i guess and i'm going to swipe some dirt uh in into her face Ooh, okay i i like that i like that give me uh give me a roll uh when you use a dirty trick against an opponent in a fight roll plus vinegar that's an eight i'm getting i'm getting so lucky yeah you are all right Uh, on a hit your trick works at a cost uh i think uh she starts running uh she starts running at you again with this blade you uh, swipe up some dirt into her face it gets like definitely like it's like right like in her eyes uh like right across uh her face and she uh, kind of stumbles forward swinging uh, the blade uh, at you wildly misses uh, but the cost here is going to be the sound of chains gets closer and you hear from the tree line that uh, that you're kind of like closer to now, now that your back is to since the two of you traded places and you hear the sounds uh, of the Navy, you hear someone um, who uh, it's uh, Captain Gabriella. Uh, you can hear there up ahead, fire! And uh, you hear the sounds of rifles being uh, fired off. And you take three harm as uh, from behind uh, two, uh, uh, two musket balls, I guess, because they're, they're muskets, land into the back of you digging into your smoky mountain lion uh, uh, hide. And uh, you hear the sounds of, of what, what what seem to be like maybe about like a dozen people uh, behind you. Uh, and as you turn to look, uh, you can see them like uh, you can see like a few of them like hiding behind like trees. Uh, the ones who just fired at you uh, with their muskets and you see a couple of other ones uh, with uh, sabers cutting their way through the forest, uh, making their way towards you as well. And as you see that, uh, we are going to cut to uh, our our good friends in the cave. Bryn, Avery, Thorin. The three of you are in here with Katarina and Aviva just after uh, your conversation with uh, Damien. Time has been moved back into motion. Uh, The two of them are, are, are breathing, moving again. Uh, as uh, you all become aware that time is no longer at a standstill. What do you all do? I forget, was Aviva in our uh, in our time stop as well? The time no. time is no longer stopped. 
You all I know, were. but was she in it? Oh, no, no she was she not. She wasn't, okay. No, it was just the three of you. Okay. Um, here's my question. Do we hear the rattling of gunfire in the outside? Yeah, we'll say that that is happening concurrently to this. Uh, yeah, I won't put like some weird time delay. Uh, so uh, yes, as you all are coming out, uh, you all hear the firing of uh, of gunfire uh, echoing uh, distantly from outside the cave. You see Aviva, uh, her uh, her head like perks up and she looks over, uh, scowls. Liars are afoot. Aviva, you know this place better than any of us put together. What's the best route out? I can make a path out of the cave, but naturally, there is the one. I, I'm going to roll Twist Fade. Okay. All right. Um, we're going to pick this dice. Spend that luck. And then, uh... And we're going to spend this dice. No, not that one. <laughs> not that one. Not that one. <laughs> Actually, no, this one. Um, I can spend luck. Plus you Spitfire. can spend luck if you would like. Plus Spitfire, I get all my luck back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody starts off with the max amount of uh, luck for this session. So it's a plus three I can roll. I am going to roll a plus three. All right. Fuck me, dude. What'd you get? I got a fucking six. Oh. That's not, that's not the help? number you want. Any help? Can I help? Uh... <laughs> No. Oh wait. Sorry. You spent luck to do this, correct? Yeah. Well, if that you like, kind of spent all my luck. Well, no, no, no. Well, spending. If you spend one luck, you twist fate as if you had rolled a ten plus. The seven to nine one that says you must spend one luck or the fates get to. Actually, wait. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. So re uh, reading this. Uh, as generously as possible. Spend one luck to twist fate as if you had rolled a 10 plus. Uh, so I think if you just spend that luck uh, rather than rolling, yeah. uh, you can... Yeah. Yeah, fucking you can treat sure. it as a 10 plus. Um, so choose which of those you would like. Um, I'm going to choose... I'm going to choose violence. Choose. Um, you notice something overlooked in this area that might help you. I think Bryn kind of, really kind of like leaving the cave and Bryn hearing this kind of looks around. I think Bryn, uh, Bryn's eye catches on the ship still inside the cave. Sister, Thorin, Avery, if there's only one path out of the cave and it's into the arms of the Union, perhaps the answer lies further inside the cave. Sister, does your vessel still not have guns? Technically, no. Gunpowder did not exist uh, when this ship was uh, was functioning. Oh shit! No. I'm so How sorry. The, pow par the powder wars is upon the no, uh, yeah. the 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 creation of gunpowder and everybody being able to get weapons. So now there are other things. There are like other like weapons on the ship, but they aren't like cannons. I'm sorry. Perhaps magic weapons. Can that be my role that made there's the magic? <laughs> what kind of magic weapon are you looking for? Um, a sword that kills everyone for free. <laughs> for free. I'd like to summon one punch man. Yeah, punch man. I don't know. Are you looking for something tantamount to a cannon? Because um, I don't either. Something tantamount to a cannon. Because I mean, how prevalent were mages before the powder wars? I mean, almost like a, like instead of a cannon, like a spell thrower. Yeah, like you would have individuals who did magic, and that would be Aviva. Yeah. Aviva was the person who did magic, right? In the yeah. same way that you are the person who does magic on your ship. Would there be a, maybe perhaps some sort of relic 
Yeah. That could be bestowed Ye- upon Thorin. Bestowed upon Thorin? Yeah, give it to fucking Thorin. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, I was thinking I would parlay with Aviva as well. Okay. So we can have this twist fate be that there is something in the ship that can be used. And then we can... Okay, cool, cool, cool. Here's what I will say then. Do you still ask the question, are there guns on your ship? Yeah, I think so. If it is a weapon you are looking for, my captain did leave something, but... And you can see on her face that there is this kind of hesitancy to even, like, invoke the name of this thing. Uh, uh, there, there seems to be memories tied to... Uh, yeah. There's something kind of tied. There's some kind of baggage uh, that, that is being being tied here. But you do get that there there is something that could probably be of use that is on that ship in that cave. Sister, time is of the essence. I don't believe either of us want the Union to have their hands on what lies beneath that lake. And that being said, I'm not sure if this is possible. But if we find a way to get that vessel into the lake, we basically have a fortress. I'm sorry. Where is the vessel right now? What is the, like, the where is the ship? Is the ship on water? Is it no. just in there? No. It is so just, no. it is, it is, it is beached inside of this cave. That's what I thought. Yeah. Inside of like the inner uh, cavern of the cave. And, and, and Bryn, as you're saying all of these things, you can see like there is a, there is a, a, a lot of emotion and like thoughts that are happening. You're throwing a lot at her yeah. currently. Um, also including things that she just doesn't privy to she doesn't know who the navy is she uh she doesn't know what guns are like the sounds that happen outside she's like there are like people out there but she doesn't know what those things are she's been isolated yeah. here for hundreds of years and has been primarily like here by herself right I, I think you can generally tell that there's this wanting to do something not quite sure what to do mm-hmm. but also having the option that has been placed in front of her being a thing that there's a lot of complex emotions around mm-hmm. and so uh not necessarily a thing where it's like that is like you can't get her to do it but she might need to be pushed more in that direction aviva is there any way for us to get to the the egg we simply can't let it fall into the wrong hands these liars are after the egg. They are. They will have a hard time getting it. There is a price to pay. They have hundreds at their disposal. Surely not hundreds right now. <laughs> is that Thorin? Is that Thorin saying that? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, if, if it was, I'd say maybe not now, but in the future. Aviva goes, if these are enemies to us. The Paroxcus way of dealing with such things is straightforward. We shall meet them head on. And uh, you see she kind of straightens herself up almost as if to like prepare herself to like kind of go into battle. Uh, kind of, Like you you mm-hmm. get this sense of like someone who's like, all right, we're about to go out. We're about to do this thing. Katarina is here uh, who, who goes, we, that is a death sentence. That's a death sentence. <laughs> we don't even know how many there are. Thorne has kind of gone down the list of options that they have and the more that he learns the more the situation kind of settles in and he stands up straight pulls his broadsword and begins to run out of the cave all right thorn is the first one out i think katarina sees you go and says thorn and then looks back to we have no choice katarina there is one way out katarina looks uh to the uh to to brandon avery Kind of like, are we really about to do this? 
If we can get the egg and get back together, I have a place we can go. But we need to get that egg. Uh, Aviva turns to you and says, You are Parachkas. I deem you worthy of Toranet's black egg. You are free to take it. I like incline my head to her and thank you for the honor. It is more burden than honor. Uh, And you see the black arm behind her moves to your shoulder and grabs, uh, grabs your shoulder and you feel this pulse move through you and like reverberate inside. Now, let us go meet our mutual enemy. She starts to move to follow Thorin and then turns to you, Bren, and says, My captain had a weapon, powerful. Should it come of use to you, you are free to take it. And she turns to the ship. Be careful. And runs out to follow Thorin. I think Bryn looks to Avery and Katarina. Um, and I think more importantly, Avery. Avery, it has to be you. I don't have strength for it. Please, if it's on that ship and it belonged to who I think it belonged to, I imagine its power is insurmountable. I, I, I'll do my best. I just, let's go look. Let's, let's go investigate. We have little time. Of course, and then they like, like yeah, right. they like like sprint over to the fucking ship. Yeah, as the two of you move to your ship, we cut to Thorin. You are running out of the uh, the the cave. Uh, you hear you do hear the sounds of footsteps. There are people who are following you. You're not quite sure who exactly. I would definitely slow down as I approach the mouth of the cave. As I kind of peer out, do I see the lake? What do I see? As you get to the mouth of the cave, the first thing you see is Captain Hano's body on the ground at the base of the lake, like 20 feet ahead of you. Looking around, you also see a mountain lion and someone who you, you've seen before. You see uh, uh, Captain uh, Estefania facing off against uh, this mountain lion. I, I think the amount of time that has passed, you can also start to see uh, other like forms and shadows like moving through uh, the tree line. Felix, you are standing here as well, facing off still against uh, Estefania, the, uh, the navy behind you. Uh, what is it that you're doing that Thorne ends up seeing? Um, uh, I kind of think... Felix just took three harm. That's um, yeah. it's not a small number. Not a small number. Real quick, how much harm does Felix have? Uh, total, he can take eight. Got it. Um, I think Felix, after taking, like, kind of taking those hits, like, looks back towards where he knows Captain Hano is. And I think seeing Thorin, that um, changes his plans somewhat. And he is going to... Try to take advantage of the uh, momentarily distracted uh, Estefania. Yeah, who's still like wiping dirt out of her eyes. Yeah, Felix is going to attack again. But as the as the power says, uh, he can transform into any animal as big as uh, big as you or smaller for the scene. Yep, this is still that scene. So Felix is going to leap uh leap at her and as he is leaping he is going to transform into like a dark gray ashy viper okay and 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 he's and he's going for the throat ooh love that i i'm kind of imagining like you like pouncing in the mid air like the sm- yep. your smoky body twists and conforms into the like thin line of a snake uh, as you go for the throat all right, uh, roll uh, roll your strike. Woo! That is a 
perfect natural twelve. Jesus, fucking amazing, dude! All right, on a ten plus, uh, the fates may give you a special opportunity. Uh, Thorn, you watch from the cave uh, as you see this mountain lion leap at a Stephania, and and kind of like a weird shroud of smoke transform into a viper and latch onto Estefania's throat as you bite down into it, injecting this smoky liquid deep into her veins. She screams out in pain, reeling backwards, and you feel deep in the, like, you... Felix feel as you're kind of like chomping in and almost like pressing down to crush her windpipe as uh, like you, you like you full on like got her like straight in like right in the trachea like just straight in there uh, and she reels backwards uh, trying to howl in pain but like not being able to muster the like the, the, the air out to be able to do so and uh, she like falls uh, to the ground you still latched on uh, uh, you hear like the 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 the, the confused yelling of uh, of some of the navy uh, behind you go, uh, going what what was what the fuck <laughs> like seeing you like transform because uh, I don't think that they saw you like transform into the mountain lion so they were just like oh there's this sure. creature that like Estefania is uh, fighting and then you did that and you know full on uh, buck wild and you feel beneath your viper's grip here as her breathing slows to a stop. Good. Oh my god. Good. Uh, Thorn, what do you do as uh, you see this uh, uh, Stephania like fall to the ground, uh, gasping for breath? I kind of, can I? I just, I like to imagine. I don't, I don't think this is the case, but I like to imagine Thorin like running out of the cave and his first thoughts being like, "Oh, that poor woman is being attacked by a mountain. I should go. Oh wait, that's Felix. Oh wait, that's a step. Oh wait, okay. <laughs> yeah. I think I see that happening, and I, I do pretty close. Like that's Felix. Uh, it looks like he's got a handle on that. I swiftly move up to Hano mm -hmm. and check for a pulse. You get to uh, Captain Hano's side. Uh, you see she is still breathing, but like struggling to do so. Um, blood pooling out on the ground from under her. You can see the blood like in her chest because uh, Captain Hano doesn't wear a shirt underneath uh, her vest. So you can just mm -hmm. see the entry wound uh, and blood like pooling out from that and through her as well as you see that there is an exit wound uh, through the uh, end of the jacket that the blood is kind of pulling out uh her eyes fluttering breath labored i can tell and it is and it is a lung that's been pierced it is in like the pectoral like if it went straight okay. through there's no way that it missed that lung from where okay. that wound is what thorn is going to do just real quick is all that he can do which is ever so slowly rotate her uh to where the good lung is air side up yeah. um, to give her a better chance at being able to breathe. Yeah. There's not a lot that can be done in the way of stopping the bleeding right now. It, like if I put a tourniquet on her, like with it, the, it's a shit placement for the wound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I could restrict her breathing. Yeah. Uh, but what I think he does is he 
pulls her in just to the inside of the cave because that's all he can do and props her to where she's laying on her side, good lung up, back against the cave wall to try and help a little bit of the bleeding yeah. and then buttons up her vest back up. Yeah. Trying to cover any amount of that. Yeah. After that... As you were dragging her uh, into the cave, Aviva and Katarina have caught up and are getting to the mouth of the cave as you're dragging uh, her inside. Uh, you see uh, Katarina goes, Captain! Uh, and Aviva goes, One down. Uh, and kind of uh, perches by the uh, mouth of the cave to uh, look to see what's going on out there. And as you're buttoning up Captain Hano's like vest to try to give some kind of closure, uh, she coughs up a little bit of blood uh, now that her airway is like a little bit clearer uh, with uh, yeah. that uh, in position. Yeah, and she kind of struggles up. Thorn, <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't worry about that love. You just worry about hanging on. You got it? Yeah. Fucking pigs. Fucking pigs is right. You don't let them take you down. You hang on. You hear me? Don't talk. And don't move. I've got you propped up in the best position. Katarina. Hey. Come put pressure on this wound. I know Kat's going to stay with you for a while. All right. Yeah. I can do that, Captain. And she yeah. gets down uh, close uh, to uh, hold, yeah, yeah, press on both sides uh, to make sure. Uh, after that, Thorin just kind of brushes the top of Hano's head and her hair, knowing that the wound is bad. He may not see her alive again, and he knows that. He looks to Aviva and says, With your permission, I'm going to jump into that lake and try to get the egg before they know what we're doing. Can you try to provide these two cover as long as you can before I, until I can get back? Yes, this I can do. And you see her arm, black arm, reach out towards you, puts a hand on your shoulder, and you feel this through you reverberate inside. I deem you worthy of the black egg. Dope. Thorin takes one last look at Aviva, Hano, and uh, and Katarina and Felix as well, ch choking the trachea of this woman, <laughs> and turns around and actually does not jump into the lake. Kind of, if no one has heard yet or much, has kind of seeps into the lake. If you are running out and there, I'm, they will see you. Uh, okay, yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. I, I run into the lake and I go in as quickly as I can. What, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. uh, so you run out uh, uh, into the lake, uh, uh, diving. And I am underwater. Yeah, diving yeah. into it. Felix, after you feel Estefania's, like, death here, what do you do? Hearing that, the hearing the, the Navy that was in the forest uh, uh, running to get closer. Um, what would Felix see of like, he doesn't know, he doesn't know anything that's going on inside the cave. He doesn't really know what Thorin's doing. All you know is that Thor Thorin is nearby. Uh, Captain Hano's bleeding out somewhere and the Navy is approaching. Okay. Felix is going to hide. More specifically, Felix is going to, Felix is going to turn into a beetle and, uh, and uh, and fly into a tree. I thought you were gonna say into her fucking body for a second, and I was gonna lose my fucking mind. <laughs> hey, that'd be pretty cool. I also but thought you no. were gonna say that. I mean, if you wanted to no, do that, you could, but uh, no, yeah. no, no, no. I I just was saying that I was waiting. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it, man. Don't fucking do it. <laughs> Uh, so you turn into uh, this beetle and go flying off as the Navy is getting to uh, the tree line, and you hear uh, Captain Gabriella go, where, where the fuck? 
And this is as Thorin is like running out of the cave to dive into the water and you hear Captain Gabriella, there they are! And you hear as they fire off, but you're too far and already in the water by the time uh, they make it out. And we are going to cut back to Bryn and Avery. The two of you are in the cave approaching this large, not destroyed, right? But it like this ship is in real bad shape on the inside of this cave. Dust, bioluminescent fungi and barnacles coating uh, the hull uh, of this large ship. Faded paint and a broken mast head, torn and <laughs> moth-eaten sails. This thing looks in pretty bad shape. Um, but Bryn, as you, uh, both of you actually, as you all approach, feel this dull hum emanating from it. I would like to start trying to triangulate where that hum is coming from and use my investigate move. Ooh, okay. Yeah, your mm. investigate move. Let's go. When you investigate a scene in detail, roll plus vinegar. I think you know, while we're looking for the investigate roll and rolling it, I want to see as we get there, as we kind of get closer to the ship, I think Bryn stops moving while Avery May takes like a little bit, a few more steps forward kind of towards the ship, excited to start, you know, in caught up in like the, the time constraint that we are. Like, you know, it's, it's immense, but I think Bryn is kind yeah. of stunned for a second. Still digesting the fact that what she has spent so long in her life dedicating herself to, she's just been told that it was a lie that was sold to her by someone who was trying to get rid of her. And I think coming face to face with another ship, I think this is the first time Bren has ever seen another ship like this. I think normally this would be like something Bren would be so excited for, something Bren would like be ecstatic about. But instead, it's replaced by this feeling of disillusion, just knowing that this thing that was supposed to be a cornerstone of her life is now recontextualized to be something horrendous. What's that role, Avery? I got a seven. So I would like to say I'm looking for the source. (laughs) Is is it here and where? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Can you describe to me what this investigate like looks like? I think it's it's literally like I feel that hum emanating from the ship. And I, I think it's it's almost more tactile than it is auditory. And I like mm-hmm. put like my hand on like a rotting like railing and I'm I'm mm-hmm. feeling, you know, along the ship basically, like where it's just like vibrating in my bones, like I'm, I'm, you know, just hot and cold. Like, is it more this way? Is it more this way? Going to the other side of the ship. Is it more over here? Is it more over there? And just like trying to triangulate yeah. my way to what the source is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I think what ends up happening is that, you know, you go through, there's like this large hole and like uh, one part of the hull of the ship that allows you to just like kind of walk into it at a certain place and you kind of walk around this place trying to sense out the source of this hum and you see that this place is old and dingy uh leftover like bunks and uh leftover like there 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 seems to be the remnants of a crew who 
haven't been here in centuries, right? But it all still has the feeling of being lived in at a point. Nothing's been cleaned out. Everything has just been kind of left behind and left to rot. And as you go through the various rooms in here, I think you eventually find your way to the captain's quarters. And when you enter this room where the hum feels the strongest, you find a kind of simple room. It's the only room that seems to have been, for the most part, cleaned up. Like, this room feels emptier than the rest of the place. There's still, like, a table and, like, a, a bunk and, like, a chest and, like, the semblances of a captain's quarters, but whoever left this place took everything they did before they took just about everything before they did. The only thing left here is on a shelf covered in dust is a harp with eight strings. As you get closer to it, you see that this is a, a, a golden harp with the kind of uh, embezzlements of what seem to be spiders along it and like the faint like traces of like a web-like pattern along it as well. I'm going to very slowly like pluck each string to see if it's like in tune. Perfectly. Cool. Almost. Almost wild. Yeah. yeah, that's wild. Like almost <laughs> like it's wild, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I'll take the harp down. And I think as you like touch the actual like frame of this harp, uh, you feel like it vibrating in your grip with this hum of potentiality. This almost as if it's core was made of meteorite. I'm a Moore again. I know music. I know different instruments. I was never as proficient as many of my siblings, but I have been trained. And I'm mm -hmm. going to hold the harp and like try to sink into that hum and like hear the pitch and like what chord is that hum trying to evoke? What chord is it part of? And yeah. I will play that chord. Okay. Uh, roll plus Spitfire for me. Ooh, okay. That's an eight. Ooh, okay. I have a question for Avery. Yeah. How does Avery feel about bugs? Hmm. I mean, I don't think he likes bugs, but I don't think he has a particular fear of them. Okay. Is there a bug he dislikes the least? Fireflies. Interesting. As you play this chord, Bryn, I think you hear it first. This beautiful chord ring out from inside of the ship. And you start to see as one by one, little glowing flecks appear in the cave, moving around, glowing these bright orange colors. And then they start floating. And I think like as like a, a few of them come by, you notice that there are these little ethereal fireflies that have manifested in here, just floating about. And then you see as well, uh, Avery, as fireflies begin to just appear around you as you play this golden harp. And I think you get a sense that 
what this thing has done is A, yes, it did bring these things here, but I think it brought them here because it reached into your mind and found a thing, found found an insect that you would desire to 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 come here to be here uh-huh. right um it found like if it were to bring something this would the, this would be the thing that you would probably want the most and i think you get a sense that were you to change that were you to intentionally call something it would bring whatever that is but this was its default for you cool i'm going to grab it and then go over to uh, Bryn, and say, I have an idea. We should go up and help Thorn. Bryn is a bit shooken, but um, he's just yes, um, right, of, of course, Avery, yes. And like I think as like Bryn starts to kind of start like walking away and like running back towards uh, the other side of the cave, is still kind of looking back at the ship um while we run. Yeah, and you watch as the ship gets smaller and smaller in your vision. Left behind. I would like all the fireflies to like come together almost into like a long like line and like like a swarm kind like of and like trailing behind you. No, I'd like yeah. them to lead like out of the cave. Waypoint. Oh like as interesting. we're going okay. up. Like lighting the way almost. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Amazing. Uh yeah, and the, the two of you uh, make your way out of the cave or start making your way out of the cave. Um Thorin. Yeah. You have dived into this lake. Most of the body of this lake is, while it's deep, it is, uh, it's about as deep as, you know, your average lake. But I think as you are making your way in, you can tell that as you go deep, as you are like getting closer to the center of the lake, there is a certain point where it just kind of drops down and there is like a hole punched out of the lake and you were swimming and swimming and and getting your way through what's going on through thorn's mind as you were swimming uh towards this hole i'm thinking how i want to be able to do this in a quick motion i don't i don't want it to be a situation where like i can't find it i have to go up for air again and then go back down um but as i continue to swim i am thorn can hold his breath for a while but it's it's getting difficult yeah if i see a hole punch kind of straight down uh you know thorn's gonna think if it's gonna be anywhere it's gonna be in the worst fucking place and uh the person who is probably least interested in having this egg uh (laughs) fights towards getting to getting to it yeah i think as you're getting closer to the hole you begin to hear something Mm -hmm. it is distant echoey a chorus of voices singing Mm -hmm. as you're getting closer and closer the music the singing gets louder and you start to feel something tugging at you. As you like dive into this hole, you start to feel this 
tugging sensation downwards towards, you know, whatever is down here. And as the singing gets louder and louder, I have a question. Mm -hmm. Of the many people that Thorin has lost in his life, yeah, who's the one he misses the most? I mean, it's his kid. It's Ziggy. What does Ziggy look like? Ziggy was four years old uh, when he died. So we have a four-year-old child took after Thorin in features, but was a tiny, a tiny child. Um, he had had the complexion and hair of Thorin's husband, Hugh, who looked very Irish. And so he has this uh, fair, freckled skin uh, with brown doe eyes and um, about shoulder-length hair of red ringlet curls. Thorin, you see Ziggy down yeah. here, floating up from the hole that you are slowly delving into just out of reach. His arms reaching up towards you as if to beckon you to grab onto them and to sink deeper and deeper with him as this chorus fills the space. Can I ask you? Well, I will give you an option here. You are about to be compelled to do something and the thing that you are going to be compelled to do is to take a breath. Do you stand your ground? Yes. And actually, what I think happens is Thorin sees his son, and it scares the living shit out of him so much that he yells, and it releases the last of his breath because it scared him so much. And so now the compel of, I need to breathe right now because I just lost all my air from yelling. I should be so clear. This compel is not for you to go up and take a breath. No, I know. It's to breathe in. Yeah, I know. Okay, got it. Understood. Who are you spending bond with? I'm kind of alone. Yeah, but it could... So here's the thing. Here's the thing with the standing your ground. This compel, is this, this is a thing that you are being almost magically, like, kind of like... There is a force currently that is trying to get you to take a breath and drown here. Mm -hmm. Who is the person that Thorin anchors himself with to, to resist this urge. Eldorus. Okay. Does Thorin have bond with Eldorus? Yeah. Okay. I think so. It would be wild <laughs> if not. Yeah, no, I agree it would be wild. I just, I don't have your list in front of me of people you have bond with. Fair so enough, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, spend uh, your, I don't know how much bond you have uh, with her, but you it's can spend this. Okay, uh, you can spend that one, and I'll roll 2d6 plus one. It's just a, a blank roll. There's no plus blood or anything. Yeah, it's two. It's 2d6 plus however much bond you spend. Got it. That's going to be a four total. <sighs> okay. Can I spend luck? Uh, I have one. I have one luck. That would only get you to a five. Or did you roll a four? And then the plus one, it would be a five. Or no, even then you would only get to a six. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I think you wouldn't be able to get uh, enough to be able to make it a, a passing rule. Okay. Okay. If something's going to do it, it would be seeing your, you know, dead, dead child yeah. from 20 years ago. That's yeah. going to kill. Yeah. yeah. It's a bit much. Thorn, 
you are here in this space, in this hole, in this lake, diving down for this egg you do not care about, surrounded by the chorus of the dead, watching as your long-lost son, rising up from the depths, reaches out for you, and you can feel that pull, that desire, as Ziggy mouths the words, float away with me. And as he reaches up to grab you, what do you do, being compelled to float away with him? I think what causes Thorin to breathe in is just the sobbing. He begins to wail, and it causes him to breathe in the water. And he reaches out to his son, and if he is corporeal, pulls him in close and just cradles him. You pull your son in close to you. You take in this breath. Uh, take uh, three harm. Yep. As you do. Um, and the two of you begin sinking as you cradle this ethereal, but very tangible in this moment where like you can feel his body in your arms. It's cold and lifeless. And he grips on to your shirt. There's no crying. There's no weeping from him. There's no breathing from him. It's just a cold, stiff body in your arms as you begin to sink deeper into this hole. Cut uh, from there to uh, Felix. <sighs> Felix, you've yep. turned into a beetle. Yep. You're in the trees. Uh, you're watching as uh, all of these uh, uh, Navy soldiers are uh, running out from the trees. Uh, you see uh, Captain Gabriella is uh, ordering uh, some of the people to like, get to the, get to the lake. He jumped in there. You can't stay down there for that long. Uh, you see like five of them go uh, and are just like <laughs> peering into the lake, like looking around, trying to see like any sign of Thorin. And uh, she calls uh, for a couple of them uh, to start heading out towards uh, the cave as well. Uh, you see uh, that she goes and stops by uh, Estefania's body, kneels down, uh, like kind of examining uh, uh, what happened here. What do you do? Felix, um, in the shape of Beetle, is going to, going to fly from the, uh, the tree that he's in. He's going to fly right behind Captain Gabriella and and transform back into a human and hold his sword to her throat. Ooh, uh, sounds like you're using a dirty trick. That sounds like it to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's roll plus, uh, uh, what is that, vinegar. 
Uh-huh. Well. Yeah. Um. Well, what'd you get? Well, I did a bad job. Bad job? How bad? I did a two. Ooh, that's pretty bad. That's a pretty bad job, isn't it? <laughs> that's a pretty bad job. That's the worst one you can do. That one's pretty bad. Um, I think what happens here is you start to, you know, you beetle form, begin to fly down, and uh, the sound of your flapping wings is what kind of tips her off. And as you begin to transform back into a person, she grabs the whip at her hip, turns around fast as lightning, and just whoop, and like slashes at you out of the air, knocking you backwards. Uh, you are going to take uh, two harm for that. Okay. <laughs> you may just want to turn back into a beetle and go back in a tree, bud. Not everyone should have to die. Uh, uh, uh. You thought that was going to work on me? Felix, um, I guess, I guess, yeah, uh, yeah, human form again now, but uh, kind of dazed. He's kind of rubbing where the whip hit him. You can see the wound of the whip, like as it's like carved like this, this cut into like the uh, into like the front of uh, your shirt, like across uh, like part of like your chest and abdomen. And like you as you go to reach for it, you see that the wound itself is kind of festering a little mm. bit with this briny, dark liquid. And uh, actually, as a part of that failure, you're going to take a weakness okay. as well. And this weakness uh, is you have been poisoned. Oh, fun. And you are going to lose one health on occasion. And I, and I, and I say that, uh, that on occasion is probably going to be on mixed successes and lower. Okay. Uh, for the rest of this scene. Uh, what did you say you were doing? Yeah, he's, uh, he's just sort of, you know, uh, uh, rubbing that wound. And he's uh, he's he's not doing great. And he just says, Ugh, you didn't even hear what I had to say. And what were you going to say? Well, just a friendly piece of advice. I know what you're here for. Mm -hmm. We both know. And do you know where it is? Of course. Well, where is it? Tell me and I will perhaps spare your life. He, uh, he points to the lake. Well, your friend dived in. Yes, I'm, I'm guessing he's probably going to get it. So he'll be back up with it soon. All we have to do is wait. Oh, I don't think it's that simple. Well, so? Because, my friend, you would believe it, not the strongest swimmer. He's going to die down there. She kind of, like, narrows her eyes a bit. Well, then we'll wait till he floats up. What's your game? <laughs> the egg's not going to float with him. What do you want? What is this? Well, how about in exchange for this little tip, this free information, how about the rest of us simply walk away? Are you trying to parlay in this scenario, or are you trying to dirty trick? I'm not quite sure what your angle is. I think this is a dirty trick because I think Felix knows that okay. if they go down into that lake, they're not coming back out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, cool. Uh, roll plus vinegar. Hey, that's quite a bit better. Uh, that's a 10. On a 10 plus, you can get away clean 
or you can up the ante your choice. And I actually figured out what ante is. It tells you what it is in the new quick start. Oh. So whenever something tells you to take the ante in an encounter, that means that one time at any point during this encounter, you may act as if you spent a bond with your primary opponent. In that moment, you seize on the advantage you've generated and get one over on your primary opposition. So essentially what that means is you can spend that ante to get plus one on a roll against uh, Gabriella specifically. Okay. So you've got that in your pocket. She goes, all right, we'll see. If you're right, and the egg is down there, we'll get it. And you and your friends are free to go. Not like you're much danger to the Navy anyway, now. But only after we've retrieved the egg. Oh, of course, of course, of course. Where are your friends? Oh, honestly, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, seeing as one of them ran from the cave, I assume the others are as well. So... Lead me to them. And she kind of moves around to put herself behind you and kind of go, like, to have you lead her. Okay. Can, like, at that moment, just the swarm of fireflies... Yeah? Just, like, smash, like, into smash. her are you, the are you using the fireflies as a weapon <laughs> to, 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 to bash against her? I think... Like I think it's it's yeah like like I I kind of sent them ahead as like a clearing light yeah, in the way yeah. sort of deal. So I love I love the idea of like they run into something and they're just gonna like push it back or something. Yeah yeah. yeah. So I will say you and Bryn Avery make your way to uh, close to the mouth of the cave where you see Aviva Katarina and Hano, who's bleeding out on the ground or not bleeding out. Well, not fully bleeding out. You see Katarina is like compressing uh, uh, Captain Hano on both sides as if to uh, kind of compress a wound. Uh, but there you can you see the trail of blood leading from outside to where she is. Uh, she looks pretty bad off. Um, and you hear the sounds of the Navy outside of the cave as well. Uh, the fireflies have like kind of led you here. And I think Katarina uh, first sees the fireflies and then all of Jung goes, the, the captain, she's been, she's been stabbed. Uh, and, and Aviva turns to all of you and says, ah, good, you're here. How much do I feel like I can do? You can control these things. I can control them? Yeah, you can, you can control them. Okay. I would like to, oh man, <laughs> kind of like split them off. Yeah, like what are you like what are you trying to do? Okay. I would like to send a bunch of the fireflies, I think like in midair, a, a solid bunch of them fly at Gabriella and upon landing on her, turn into termites. Ooh. And start biting at her and Yeah, 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 her, yeah. Okay. Her. This sounds like you're trying to use a dirty use them for like use a dirty trick. Against her? Sure. Are, are you trying to have them deal harm to her? Or are you trying to, like, get them to, like, distract her and, like, throw her off? I think it's more of a distract and throw off. It's great if they can actually cause harm. Yeah, but yeah. it's more of a distraction because I want to send mm-hmm. the majority of them diving into the lake and turning into carpenter ants to dive into the lake and retrieve Thorin and the egg. Can carpenter ants swim? They can survive underwater 
and they can carry a lot of weight. So Carpenter ants are so good at swimming. In fact, they are able to to double the maximum acceleration, maximum velocity, and swimming speed of the silky field ant, which I guess is a good <laughs> swimmer. How long can Carpenter ants survive underwater? Up to 24 hours? Huh? <laughs> this is what I just looked up. <laughs> Can't believe my best chance is a bunch of That's ants. That's so <laughs> fucking wild. That's so fucking wild. <laughs> and they can... And they can carry a ton of weight. So if I'm sending a whole swarm of them down there, I would like them to be able to retrieve the egg and Thorin. Fucking what? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. Let's do, so let's do this, uh, roll, roll this, roll this, uh, roll this first one, use a dirty trick, and then we'll figure out the rest of it. Okay. That will be eight. Okay, uh, on a hit, your trick works. Uh, on a seven to nine, on this mixed success, what's going to happen here? I'm going to give you hallucinations. I think what this is, compel upon a specific trigger, uh, you will hallucinate and believe it's real. Uh, what this trigger is, is using this harp. And... Uh, What this hallucination is, you begin to hear voices. You begin to hear these strange whispers in the back of your mind. They are and sound like you. They are whispering to you, offering advice on how, like, what is happening, what will happen, what has happened. Um, and you hear just all of these, like, okay, so you're going to, okay, yes, split them off. Oh, termites, ooh, good choice. Oh, go get, uh, Thorin. And then you hear another one goes, no, 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 not termites, not termites, turn them into spiders. Or, mm slugs, oh, that, or leeches, yeah. So they'll, la- and, like, you're just hearing all of these various different, like, things that you could or should be doing or uh, or even different ways of like, no, if you do that, this is going to happen. Like you start hearing all of these different versions of stuff from what sound like your own voice in your own head, right? As if you were just thinking, but like a cacophonous amount of it. And yeah, uh, Felix, as you were, and, uh, and Gabriella are uh, walking uh, t- towards the cave uh, with some of the other uh, Navy uh, behind, uh, behind her, you see this swarm of fireflies fly from out of the cave, split into two different groups, and one of them flying like towards you, around you, and then like as you turn back, they all kind of land on uh, Gabriella and the other Navy who go, what the fuck? And then you see them all begin to, t- they, they all like turn into like a smaller, but like hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of these small insects uh, on her skin and start biting at all of them. And they go, what the, and like start, or like quickly like start trying to like, throw off and like pat off all of these bugs that are just like biting into them um throwing uh, uh completely throwing them off of uh, whatever they were doing uh Bryn you have just watched Avery send all of these bugs like you Katarina and Aviva have just watched <laughs> Avery send out all of these bugs <laughs> controlling them so easily as well by playing this harp 
I, I think, yeah, like the, the music changes for the different, like it was something beautiful and peaceful for like the fireflies and it has become uh, sharp and like full of momentum, basically. Like it doesn't even look like he's thinking about what the music is. It's just happening. Yeah. And it feels so instinctual to you as well. Bryn, what are you doing? What's going on through Bryn's mind as all of this is happening? I think in this moment, Bryn feels inadequate, unneeded. Um, I think in the face of seeing all of the successes of those around her and of learning of the futility or supposed futility of her belief, she feels a crushing weight in her stomach that, oh, I was nothing and I'll never be anything, something that she's feared for a long time. And I think in that moment, Bryn takes her crossbow and points it at Gabriella and whispers, Lias, and fires a shot aimed at Gabriella. I just will also say, of all those successes, Captain Hano is bleeding out here in front of you. I mean, yeah. Thorin is dying actively. I get, I get what you're saying. I just wanted to make sure that this no, is also... No, I think that the perception's skewed. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't think it's necessarily tied to reality. Yeah, for sure. I think just like like this feeling of like, oh, everything I've done was for nothing. I have no power here. And I never will have power. The one thing that I had my ship has been taken from me. I don't have that anymore. Mm -hmm. I am just nobody now. And I think Gabriella kind of embodies that a bit. Like looking at Gabriella, this person, the Marvellians, like these are people who kind of built and forced this life upon her. Okay. All right. Uh, roll to shoot. What am I shooting, Das? It's going to be uh, plus blood. I got a minus one on plus blood. That is an eight. No, that's a seven because of minus one. So same same result. On a seven to nine, you stumble, trade blows, or put yourself in a bad position. Your choice. I think put myself in a bad position. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so you are dealing two harm to Captain Gabriella. You fire off this uh, this uh, crossbow as she is like uh, kind of like standing uh, at the mouth of the cave with uh, Felix. Oh boy. Okay, I think I know what bad position this is going to be. Oh, I'm sorry, Felix. Um, hey, Felix. Yeah. I'm going to need something from you. Uh, could you uh, roll plus blood for me as this uh, crossbow bolt is flying towards you? That's a, that's a solid seven. Okay, um, perfect. Uh, so you are going to take one harm from this as you dodge out of the way, the crossbow bolt uh, like kind of slicing uh, into your arm uh, and it hits uh, Captain Gabriella like square in like the, the shoulder chest kind of area, like right where like the kind of joint is like right mm -hmm. underneath the shoulder. She falls backwards. Whew. The bad position here is that upon you taking that one harm, uh, Felix, I do believe that that puts you in a very dangerous spot, I believe. Uh, is it is it like unstable? <laughs> is that what it is? Yes. 
Uh, you are, hold on, let me find it again. You are in the dark. In the <laughs> it's dark. what it's called. Once you're cool. below four health, which is sometimes referred to being in the dark, the dark area of your health tally, uh, you are compelled to be done for. <laughs> cool. Being done for means you can't go on, you're knocked out, you're being, uh, you're overwhelmed, you're too exhausted to continue, etc. You can whisper, beg, and crawl, but that's about it. Upon taking this, uh, so you are compelled currently, do you stand your ground here? Yeah, absolutely I do. All right. Who are you spending bond with to stand your ground in this moment? Um, Bryn. And 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 here's what this looks like when Bryn fires the crossbow like he doesn't have time to like react to that. But after the damage is done, he like holds out his hand towards her and he well, let me let me roll first. And (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is this this is just a it's 2d6 plus however much bond you are spending with Bryn. Okay. That's a nine. Okay. That's, uh, yeah, no, 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 that's pretty good. Uh, on a seven to nine, uh, you may also spend luck if you would like to add plus one to that move, uh, to that roll, and that'll give oh, you the time. Yeah, I'll spend a luck there. Okay, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so uh, you stand your ground uh, on a, yeah, on a hit, you escape your vices. Yep. Cool. And what this looks like is mm-hmm. um, when uh, Bryn shoots the crossbow, Felix, uh, Raises his hand towards her, kind of shouts, no, we're not done with her yet. Oh, yeah. So uh, you uh, so you kind of like duck dodge out of the way. You get uh, hit by it. She gets hit in the shoulder. And yeah, you say that like as you've like are like recovering from dodging, uh, you see that she has like recoiled back, holding on to where the uh, crossbow bolt hit her. Uh, the other uh, members of the uh, uh, of the Navy behind her are like start like are finally starting to get the bugs off of them. And in this moment, we are going to cut back to Thorin. Thorin, you're still here floating in this dark abyss, surrounded by water and the chorus of the dead, holding on to the ghost of your dead son. As you feel the water, like, slowly beginning to, like, fill your lungs, what's going on through Thorne's mind here? I think I've got my son in my arms and I'm kind of looking over. I like I'm holding him. He's close to me, but I'm also kind of looking over his body. Can I see this fucking egg at this point? I I think you can. As you were like, you are sinking and sinking. And I think as you look down, you see the form, the dark form of the egg at the bottom of this crater the source of the hum and the singing. I'm going to use my special ink move. Mm-hmm. My break in or out move. I should still say you are still currently compelled. And so until you stand your ground. <sighs> then I'll stand my ground again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who are you? Uh, who are you spending bond with here? I can give you an ant. I, I can give you a good one. <laughs> What's that? Avery. Yeah. Okay. You can spend however much bond you have with Avery and then roll plus that number. 
Okay, that's a five plus one with Avery. That's a six plus luck. That's a seven. Whew. On a seven to nine, choose one from Stand Your Ground. You take one weakness. You permanently lose one rank equal to the bond you spent. Uh, you're in a worse position than before. What was that first one again? You take a weakness. That one's sounding pretty good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can, this one's pretty easy as well. I'm going to give you Exhausted, uh, which uh, will take an extended rest when rolling blood. Roll three dice and take the two lowest. Gotcha. As you're floating down here, you see the egg and you feel the coldness of the body of your son that you're holding. Avery, what does it look like when this countless number of, of, of carpenter ants come diving into this hole? I think there's so many of them that it just looks like, like an inky black wave like a under the water. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. like a current of ants. Um, you can't, you like almost, you can't even tell what it is mm -hmm. because it's so thick with ant. Like you can't pick out that it's ants. It's just this strange undulating like wave under the water that is rushing down towards uh, Thorin and the egg to just like sweep them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see this undulating wave of darkness coming down from above, swirling around you. And I, and I think perhaps some of that is kind of what shakes you into, like, <laughs> back into normalcy. Uh, kind of like, uh, what? <laughs> what the <laughs> And I think as it gets closer, you see it is, is millions upon millions of these tiny ants swimming around you I, and down towards the egg. I prepare to die. I don't know what these ants are here for. Right, like this is this is probably just part of the curse. Yeah, yeah like right? I'm assuming, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, like I'm clutching my son. I'm like, this is it. And I think as you like turn to see them, and you're like, oh, what? The? And you like try to clutch your son again. He's not there. Oh, I freak out. Uh, Thorin freaks out. I think he breathes in more water. <laughs> Straight uh -huh. up, you you can't. A man Take two can't, more harm. Yeah. Okay. What? No roll. You just you willingly said you breathed in more water. That's yeah. on you. You set the word. You set those words. Whatever, man. Actually, uh, do I still have the harm from? I took two harm when we first got to the cave, and I pulled out Bryn. Oh yes, you still have that harm as well. Okay, I'm in the dark then. What hit point are you at? Four or three? I have three left now. Okay, yes, you are in the dark currently. Um, <laughs> uh, you are compelled to, to be in the dark. Roll plus. <laughs> roll, do you spend bond? Do you, do you stand your ground? <laughs> against the ants? No, against drowning. <laughs> oh. Katarina is waiting for me, and no one is going to take care of her if it's not me. I spin plus blonde with Katarina. Okay. Seven. All right, uh, you can, uh, you're, you're choosing from those three things again earlier. One weakness, permanently lose rank, or uh, you're in a worse position. Would I have to permanently lose rank with Katarina? It's either that or, or Avery. Or Avery? Yeah, because of the ants. <laughs> a sentence we never thought would be said. I think the ants freaked me out. 
<laughs> the ants really freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> I think I'll get Bond back with Avery probably pretty quickly, but I think just the ant, like, that's how I'm, like, the ants really, I, 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 I saw fair. a bunch of ants and then my son wasn't there and it's nothing personal against Avery, but whatever that is, I'm upset about it. So yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, uh, that's totally fair. That's totally fair. This makes sense. <laughs> Um, oh, also, uh, da, 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 um, Avery, when a crewmate relies yes. on you, add one rank with them or add one rank with the book, your choice. With my books. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, don't add rank with this dying man. It's. <laughs> oh, please. You're about to get swept up in the warm embrace of ants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Thorin, down here in the darkness, surrounded by. Too many ants, you steal yourself with the thought of your crewmate and your desire to care and protect them. As you hold on to consciousness here, barely able to, to, to breathe with the egg just in sight and all of these ants uh, also like starting to swirl around it, trying to, to grab it. What do you do? Is the egg like in quick grabbing distance? Like, yeah, you're near, like, if you just like swam down like really quick and grab it, you could do that. I swipe it and kick my feet against the ground to surface as quickly as possible with the ants. Yeah. You allow yourself to get down to the very bottom. You put your arm, it's big. It is big. Uh, like, yeah. it is like with oh, your. Oh, I fully expect, I mean, the ants better pull their fucking yeah, weight. And That's the what ants, I'll say. and the ants are helping you as well. I think as you get down to the bottom, you get your arms around it barely, like your, your, like your hands are not able to touch each other, like as you are putting your arms around it. That's how big it is. That's upsetting. And you see the <laughs> ants come down, uh, like around the hole, and also like pushing up from off the ground, lift, begin to lift you and the egg upwards. Um, to um, and you begin rising out of this hole uh, with the egg in your arms, and you feel the cold rock in your hand, like almost vibrating with energy, mm -hmm. and you begin to rise. Coming back to our friends in the cave, things aren't great. Uh, I mean, like, so all of the other Navy <laughs> that, 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 is, that is here is now aware of your presence. Um, and, like, they all turn as uh, Captain Gabriella has taken uh, this, uh, this crossbow bolt uh, to the shoulder. A handful of them are still, like, kind of recovering from, like, all of, like, the insects that are biting them and all of that good stuff. Um, but you're starting to see that the ones uh, with uh, muskets who had primarily gone around the lake are now turning their attention towards all of you. What do you do, Felix Avery Brin? I would like to have any of those termites, etc., reform into fireflies and like scatter out to these different like people who have guns or arrows or weapons that like distance. I, I want them basically to be disorienting like lights, basically, like flying into their eyes, flying across their field of vision so that they can't get a good read on exactly where we're standing. Okay, gotcha. So you're doing that. Uh, Bryn, what are you doing? How far away from Hano am I? 
you all are still in like the mouth of this cave. She is like within arm's reach of you, still in the arms of Katarina, who is like trying her best to uh, keep uh, keep it uh, keep the the wound compressed. But uh, you can like I don't think Kano is even like recognize that all of you are here yet. She is she is fading quickly. I'm wondering how beneficial or powerful the dragon eye is here because Hana still has it, right? Yeah, it's in uh, it's in the satchel that's kind of like, I think at this point, been like kind of tossed to the side of, of, of this cave here. It is uh, a meteorite and does have uh, a substantial bit of power. I don't know if it's an artifact that like does a thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I have some ideas of what it would do, but I don't think that the things I'm thinking of are potentially helpful for all of you in this moment. That's fair. But if you wanted to use it as like a source of power, you could do that. Yeah, I'm just saying what I do with that fucking power. Yeah, I don't know. Do I still have prophesized? Uh, do you still have prophesized? I think you used prophesize. Yeah, I don't think you did prophesize for this new day. I think the last time you did prophesized, you used that, uh, what you got from that to uh, make your deal with Damien. Mm, yeah, you right. Damn. Okay. Here's my question. The egg is out of the water, right? No. The egg is still in the water. Thorin is on his way up with it, though Bryn doesn't know that necessarily. Here is my proposition. And I don't know how you feel about this. It has consequences that are not good for me. Um, okay. Love, love it when it starts like that. I would say if we could maybe, you know, have... I would say that probably the dragon eye holds a lot of energy inside of it, right? Yeah. A lot of energy that binds it to the Celestials. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that were to be destroyed and rapidly, like, release bindings to the Celestials, would that warp the space and time around it? Potentially, yes. It could. Okay. Hmm. What's your What's your goal here? What are you, what's your goal here? I kind of want to fucking try something. It's more or less just kind of interested in... You just kind of want to... Yeah. What happens if you were to break this eye? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do remember that the eye is currently is binding your, me. your yeah. only anchor here. Yeah. 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 No, okay. yeah. 100% yeah. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah, you want to try to break this bad boy? What? Oh, um. Don't, don't, what? Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, no, we can break this bad boy. How are we gonna find the boat again? Yeah, if we will, yeah, we can break this bad boy. You gonna sacrifice your anchor? Fuck yeah. There is a plan. There might be. Yeah, I think that Bryn runs to the satchel and feeling the hum, and like there is like this almost like as Bryn gets closer, an ethereal tether binding her to this orb. Like you see it kind of like moving and pulsating, like this energy, this trail <clears throat> of energy, just between between the two of them. The show of energy is binding them. Um, and Bryn takes the orb and throws it as high as she can to the air and pulls out her crossbow with a loaded bolt and fires it at the orb. And misses. Yeah, I mean, I could miss. I could <laughs> miss. Misses, right? Right? I miss. Uh, roll a shoot. Roll plus blood. It's a bad roll for me. Huh. You, you're the one who... <laughs> you said you said you... Why? You're the one doing yeah. this. Because I think it's interesting. I will I will let I will let everyone know now here the sticks. On a 10 plus, 
This is potentially very good for you all. Wild implications. Um, still, I think, I think, okay, overall, end result of this is bad for Bren. End result of this is bad for Bren. That yeah. is just a part of the fiction here. That Of course. Can't avoid that. 10 plus, very good things could happen here. It'll be wild. On a mixed success, I think the same thing happens, but it's also not great for all of you. Yeah. If this goes bad, <laughs> if this goes bad, it's going to go bad. I do just want, I, I, it's going to go bad for everyone. I do want to set the stakes here for them. All right? Bren, you don't have to do this. It's too late. If it was too late for me with all the shit that I said, couldn't take that back. Oh it's too gosh. late for this. Why are we making decisions that harm us this session? <laughs> right? I felt like my shit made sense for where I was. As Bryn fires the bolt, Bryn whispers to like herself is, I will rebuild this world my way, stone by stone, and fires a fucking bolt. That is a fucking 11. On a 10 plus. Oh, no, no, that's a 10, because that's a minus one. Still 10. <laughs> still 10 plus. That's still 10 plus. Holy fuck. When I hit your strike lands. On the templates, the fates may give you a special opportunity, but you'll invite risk. <sighs> Bryn, you fire off this crossbow as everyone's eyes turn towards this black sphere that you've tossed out, like, like have moved and like tossed out into the sky uh, above uh, everyone and fired off this crossbow bolt. As the bolt... Um, yes? As Bryn fires the bolt, I want to say, like we've seen before, Bryn's full body goes into that full ethereal um, form, uh, completely in encapsulated and enraptured in a, as a field of stars, only her glowing eyes showing, and a trail following the bolt is a twisting weaving of that teal and fuchsia until they blend into almost one solid, bright, white line. You fire off this bolt, and it lands dead center, into this fossilized dragon eye. And as you do, it cracks. Bright light spreading quickly across its surface. And everyone feels as this force pushes everyone and everything back as the insects that you sent, Avery, light this place in these uh, glittering uh, fireflies. And the space around here grows dim and dark. And there is a slowing down of everything. And you feel this slow <laughs> as this humming energy continues to emanate from this eye. Thorn, it's at this moment that you break the surface of the water, this black egg in your hand. As all of this is happening, you see these fire fireflies dancing around, everybody's eyes drawn to this spinning, glowing sphere in the sky. And I know what that is. Like, I know what Bryn's anchor was. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Bryn, you feel something in this area. I think you all see as almost like time in this area 
begins to change, shift, and reverse. And you see grass growing and dying, trees growing, their limbs growing smaller and smaller, shrinking rather than growing, I suppose. Um, you see the waves of the lake over time moving back and forth, back and forth. You see ethereal versions of people coming to and from, just like over the, the past years, uh, you see time here reversing, seeing it manifest what has happened here in the past. And Bryn, the opportunity I'm going to give you is that there's something that happened here years and years ago, but primarily only legend at this point. Uh, the legend that brought Captain Hano, like made Captain Hano want to come here in the first place. The legend that she told uh, Thorin of the dragon lord that was trapped and killed here by uh, uh, hunters and, and, uh, and poachers and such. It was Hano that told, you said Bryn. Uh, yeah, that Hano had told you. And uh, I think as, like, I think you see it, right? Everyone sees it play out here. You all are watching as this great ethereal dragon is in reverse, chained down by ropes and all of these, like, people and hunters around, chaining it into the lake where the egg was. And you are watching as, like, in reverse, it is, like, coming out and, like, being, like, uh, like unfastened and, like, the ballistas and ropes are, are, like, being, like, taken out of it, like, from being reversed, from being shot. Um, and there's a point here, Bryn, where, and I think you can tell that there, at any point, you may allow yourself to grasp onto this ethereal reality of things that have happened and manifest them into reality. And so, with, with that being said, you have a very special opportunity here to manifest the scene here of these poachers and the dragon lord. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. It will be temporary, of course. This is only, there is only a specific area that all of this is happening in. And once this effect goes away, so will it. But while in this area, you can manifest these things to be tangible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the risk here being obvious, right? Uh, there's about to be a dragon here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Glad we understand okay. the stakes. Yeah. <laughs> you all watch as this dragon begins to take on tangibility. It's stark white scales, almost glistening in this strange faded light uh, with, uh, with the flecks of fireflies. It's larger than any ship any building, it's larger than this lake <laughs> at this point. Um, it is this ginormous scaled beast with a neck as long as a ship, with claws sharper than any blade, with more teeth than you can count. And as it 
flies here, its strong wings beating and wind gusting out from it, blowing some of the navy and, uh, and poachers back with its force. And it roars something terrible. And it lands here, knocking away one of the ballistas with one strong sweep. Claws at the ground as po- the poachers th- completely thrown off their game now that they've been manifested into a new realm and like completely like thrown off, weren't prepared. And now the shots that they had taken that would have originally taken down this dragon don't happen. And it claws at the ground, stares all of you down in this area and with a deep angry voice what have you done to me uh all right gang uh, let's do this uh, honestly we're not even going to do the end of the end move uh, because nothing has no, been no, no. Uh, the, the, nothing has been concluded. You know, there's still all, yeah. all of the things are currently in progress <laughs> that would have been done. Um, so good on that. I guess the only thing is that technically Felix uh, did defeat a major foe. Uh, so I'll take it. Yeah, cho- choose one of those three. <laughs> I mean, I I accomplished my goal. Of you did get the, the okay. Egg. You know what? We'll do it. All right, fine. All right, Avery, did you defeat a major foe? Uh, no. Gain a significant treasure. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, get, uh-huh. You get to... Ch- oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. And then you also accomplish one of your character's goals. All right, uh, choose uh, one of those things. Mark one experience, add one rank uh, with someone, or clear all of your weaknesses. Uh, Thorin, did you defeat a major foe? No. Gain significant treasure. I mean, I got the egg up. So, yes. Uh, accomplish one of your character's goals during the session. Absolutely not. All right, uh, you get to mark one experience, add one rank uh, with someone, or clear all of your weaknesses. Pretty quickly, I'm going to find out that the ants were the work of Avery trying to help, so I'll just go ahead and retake back that. Yeah, that's yeah, that's fair. I can clear a weakness, right? Sorry, that was one of my things. You can clear all of your weaknesses, yes. Sweet. Awesome. Um, so that means next session you get to spend bond again. Uh, Brent, did you defeat a major foe? Mm-mm. Gain significant treasure. Not me. Accomplish one of your character's goals this session. I don't think so. All right. Uh, then uh, you nothing. Nothing for you. No soup for you. Okay. None for Glen Coco. None, none for Glen Coco. What? Doesn't matter. Oh, none for, sorry, and none for, uh... None for... What's her name? Oh, God, what is her name? Gretchen Wieners. Gretchen Wieners. None for Gretchen Wieners. I still don't know what you're talking about, but okay. Mean, mean Girls. Wow. Oh, it's Watch all, a I haven't movie, watched that movie Kendo. in so Go, long. Glenn Coco. Whatever. Uh, hey, uh, hey, uh, Felix, uh, did you defeat a major foe? Yeah. Gain significant treasure? Uh, a wound. Pretty nasty wound. <laughs> Accomplish one of your character's goals. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, you get to mark one experience, add one rank with someone, or clear all of your weaknesses. As uh, beneficial to me as it would be to clear the uh, poisoned weakness, I just don't think it would be... I don't think it makes sense. So yeah, I'm, I'm taking an experience. Okay. Sounds good. Bada bing, bada bang, bada boom. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to us. Uh, next time? Next time? Is the last time of this. Welcome. This was the penultimate. This yeah. was the penultimate episode. 
Next yeah. time it's going to kind of what? There's a dragon We're now. Manifest it. There's a dragon. There's more dragons in this than there's in dr- Dungeons and Dragons. Wow. <laughs> Any game with well, Dungeons and Dragons. Well. There's probably more dragons in there, but whatever. Uh, Thank you all for listening to us. This has been a grand old time. This game has been so much fun, and we're we're right there. We're right at the end, baby. We're right Mm -hmm. there at the end. I can see the finish line. I can see it. I can see it. I don't like Uh, it. But you don't like it? Well, it looks scary. You were the one who brought the dragon, so Um, that's on you. I just shot an orb. You brought the dragon, so first of all, you knew. No, you know. I gave you a choice. I gave you a choice. You packed my you lunch chose to bring and the I opened it at the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, hey, Gus, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram uh, at August underscore Nobby. Uh, and you can follow my band uh, on Instagram. Uh, uh, it's, a, it's a Sponk Band. Just go go, go follow us. Sponk Band. Yeah. Sponk Band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Hilda, where can people find this podcast on the internet? You can find us on pretty much all social media platforms at Tales Yet Told. Um, And then come hang out with us in the Discord. That link should be in all of our descriptions on said media platforms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also in the description of this podcast as well. Well, there's that too. Great. Yeah. Come hang. Come hang. Uh, and uh, don't forget uh, to uh, t- tell your friends about this shit. Tell your friends uh, because uh, I don't. Sp- we don't spend any money uh, as far as uh, advertising. Uh, so you know, word of mouth is the best way to do it. Uh, so go ahead, uh, tell everybody, t- tell your friends to listen. Go if you go tell one friend right now to go listen to the podcast. Add us on Twitter saying that you did, and we will. I'll shout you out in the finale episode. Tell friends. Threaten enemies, you know, <laughs> go up to your enemies, say, hey, listen to this podcast or or, else. or or you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it. You're gonna get it. Uh, and uh, Ellis, where can people find you on the Internet? You can find me on Twitter at the handle horror writers spelled W.H.O.R.E. underscore or underscore the word writer. Uh, amazing. Uh, and uh, you can find me everywhere on the internet at Kendo Makes Films. Uh, you can also find me. <laughs> and none for Marcy. <laughs> Mar- Wait, did I skip Marcy? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shit. I'm sorry. Cut that out. Cut, cut my part out. Cut my part out. <laughs> hey, Marcy, where can people find you on the internet? I don't think anywhere. It's cool. It's fine. No, no, Zach, cut out the part. People don't know I did that. They don't know. It's they cool. don't know. We can treat it as new. I don't even know what the internet is. It's fine. Mercy, mercy, please. I'm so sorry. You can fucking open up the Google homepage. I'm right there. <laughs> Zach, fix it in post. <laughs> Zach, please. <laughs> Zach, just copy paste. Just copy paste. Copy paste. Copy paste. Copy paste. Thank you, Zach. Uh, <laughs> amazing. Uh, and you can find me everywhere in the internet at Kendo Makes Films. You can also find me on Omega Strikers at Kendo Makes Films. Come play. Like, it's a good game. Uh, All right, everybody. Uh, Thank you so much. Uh, This has been a joy. Uh, Don't forget to go out, eat enough food, drink enough water, get enough sleep, and take care of yourself. Because self-care is very important, especially in the times we're living in now. Don't forget to love yourself like we love you. Bye. 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 Goodbye.
member of the Rainbow Roll Network. Rainbow Roll. Our, our stories, our voices. voices.